back at WNST, Towson Baltimore and Baltimore Positive. We are positively into March. It means I'm back on the air. I'm tanned and well-rested and losing my voice from spring and singing Springsteen songs on the road. But we are taking the Maryland Crab Cake Tour back out on the road. It's all brought to you by our friends at the Maryland Lottery. I got these fresh... They, they look so old school, kind of like me when I don't shave. Uh, Instant Lottery Scratch-Offs. We're going to be giving these away on the Maryland Crab Cake Tour. We were set up for Fadley's this week. We had a little complication there. We're going to be getting back down to Fadley's a little later in the month. I am putting together a roster of uh, crab cakes, crab soup, uh, crab things, oyster things, food things, beer things uh, in April and May. It's all brought to you by our friends at the Maryland Lottery in conjunction with our friends at Window Nation. Sometimes I wear the bucket hat. Uh, 866-90-NATION is the way to get them. You buy two, you get two free. And um, it's 24 months now, 0% financing with our friends at Window Nation. Do what I did back in August. And when you hit them, they can bring the windows, fix it all, but they can't keep the spiders in the damn ants out this time of year so i'm working on that that's another problem altogether um i missed radio row this year at super bowl uh the baltimore ravens sent an email to the nfl and said don't come anymore 27 years it's a long story there will be a different and loud ending in all of that but whenever i've gotten together uh with chris nowinski uh former professional wrestler up in harvard and talking about players and brain injuries and head injuries um they always say March is uh, March is the awareness month, and and I've got a a, a local person here, and and I, I want to thank Karen Sagel for uh, bringing Brian Pugh on. He's the executive director of the Brain Injury Association of Maryland. I've had a few occasions in real life with uh, issues, and we all hear CTE, CTE, and the concussion movie. And Brian, I know you won't find this hard to believe in the National Football League, but. They didn't like mouthy sports radio guys like me over three decades talking on Radio Row about guys who had brain injuries in the National Football League. Um, it's that thing they don't want to talk about that movies were made about. And uh, But certainly in your world and where you are, it's not just a football thing. I, I, the more I've talked to people about this, a car accidents and concussions and sports and concussions and heading soccer balls and concussions and just – how important our brains are. And I have a friend struggling right now, childhood friend struggling with some issues. Um, and I just want to welcome you on and tell you your work's important and uh, educate me today. Tell me where we are in 2023 here as uh, we have a month where I know you want to uh, shine some light on all of the issues of uh, brain injuries here. Well, absolutely. And thanks so very much for having me on, Nestor. This is a great opportunity for us to share. It is, in fact, uh, Brain Injury Awareness Month for the entire month of March. Uh, we are trying to not only uh, raise awareness around sports concussions, because there's been so many stories lately, uh, particularly with the, you know, two attack of Aloha and uh, even, you know, the DeMarc Hamlin story has some, some brain injury implications as well there. But we're also trying to acknowledge that uh, there are some additional uh, brain injuries that are going on right now that people really aren't putting together. And, and even though uh, COVID-19 kind of wiped the board uh, of, of all other public health concerns, you know, the, the opioid overdose crisis uh, is still impacting and creating new brain injuries every day. Uh, and, and that's one of the things that we want to make that connection because, you know, the opioid overdose, what it's really doing is it's removing the oxygen from the brain. The reason you pass out and have an overdose is that you're no longer getting sufficient oxygen to your brain and creating what's either an anoxic, which means no oxygen, or hypoxic, meaning not enough oxygen going to the brain. And, you know, now with these new hyper drugs with, you know, fentanyl and uh, being combined with a variety of different things, 
these opioids, opioid overdoses are, are are more critical and are taking longer and longer to recover from. And and the that's not what I are... expected to hear from you, by the way, right? So, like, as I'm sitting here right now, is it? I've been doing this 31 years. Not that I've heard the speech before or not. But nobody had ever heard of fentanyl five years ago, right? Well, exactly. Like, and then, and then, what's the long term? So, okay, you took fentanyl, you didn't die. What happened? Well, um, and so what happens right? is, depending on how long you've been out, how long it took you to, you know, if you had the naproxen or the loxone that, that was able to bring you back, let's say you were out for five, 10, 15, 20 minutes. We've had people down as long as 20, 25 minutes. That's like being on the bottom of a pool for 25 minutes. And so you, they bring you up. And, you know, so not only do you have the substance abuse disorder, but then you've also got this brain injury. And, and so, you know, we are familiar with treating people with substance abuse disorders. You know, you get them, you get them sponsors, you get them into meetings, maybe you get them some additional drugs, but they don't have, you know, they don't have the knowledge about the brain injury put piece too. And then some of the things that actually happen to, to try and treat the substance abuse disorder can, can adversely affect people with brain injuries. And so it's, it's a huge issue. It's a huge thing that people aren't recognizing it's a two-part problem they're sort of facing the issue of the of the overdose but they're not really recognizing the brain injury component you know my audience is always used to me talking about sports and you know my sports stuff and raven stuff obviously with lamar jackson right now performs mm -hmm. and people read about it and hear about it and mm -hmm. and i think there's a wah, 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 you know and yep, i saw exactly. i saw a concussion 10 years ago well what time's the game on can i bet right. on it exactly um, the Demar Hamlin thing, uh -huh. it felt different for five minutes, kind of like politics and anything else in the news cycle and whatever. I mean, we, you know, we had an insurrection here that seemed to kind of come and gone and the guy started still not in prison. So right. like things come and go, you know what I mean? The mm -hmm. Demar Hamlin thing, man, when we were in that day or two number and I, you know, I'm watching the combine and his teammates, Jordan Poyer's trying to get hired. I, my wife and I are out having a taco at Nacho Mama's the other night. And I see the three and they got the three right. out. Right. And exactly. Everybody's concerned about the players and it felt so gladiatorial and they stopped the game and sent everybody home and we all prayed and we all like all of that. Yeah. Wait. Before we did the show, I'm going to out you right now, Brian Pugh, you uh, uh, you football fan. You you were asking me about Lamar and like all that. Sure. Dude, you're in the brain injury business, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and you know what I mean? Like, there's a, I'm in the sports business, and I remember when Howard Cosell just got tired of guys beating each other senseless in boxing matches. Mm -hmm. I feel that way about MMA. When I watch MMA, I can't watch it. I know. And I've had some conversations with people saying, that's disturbing to me. That's someone's child. That's like, that's just not. There, that that's not going to have a good ending. I, I always feel that way when I watch these gladiatorial things. Mm -hmm. Where are you on football, Mr. Brain Injury Guy? I mean, you love football, and I think it makes us all a little, you know, Bob Costas. You yeah, know, we so, all talk so about I got to tell you, you know, I was a, a, a dyed-in-the-wool football fan growing up. Uh, we were season ticket holders of the uh, Florida State Seminoles for uh, over a decade when we lived down in, in uh, Florida. Uh, we came up here, we made friends with uh, uh, Coach Harbaugh. Uh, our daughters played softball together. So we were in and around it up here. We recognized it. We knew that it was a huge uplift for the city when they when they were able to bring back a team after losing the Colts. I am the result we, of we this. I have that. a career, literally. And, I mean, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. And it's a huge it's a huge opportunity for the city, and it's a great point of pride. But in, but the reality is I've, I've really had a change of heart on it in, in, in many ways, and it's been really difficult. I will tell you, it's it's much easier for me to be able to uh, be against MMA, to be against boxing, because that sport is designed to give someone a brain injury. I win when I give you a brain injury, when I knock you out. 
and people are, you know, touted on those, you know, 35 and 0 knockouts, you know, uh, and that means that I gave 35 concussions. So that that's easier. Football, I think, is a little bit more challenging, um, particularly for because there is, you know, there's strategy and there's, you know, there's grace and there's beauty and there's athleticism that's wrapped up in all of that. There's also uh, violence. It sort of leads But it's to a violence. violent sport. Yeah. And, and you know, you get down and you start looking at, you know, the uh, CTE encephalopathy, encephalopathy Center up in Boston. You know, they've looked at, I believe, uh, what is it, 385 brains and 365 of those have had CTE. I've had Chris um, on the show many times. Yeah. yeah Chris and is so, in my phone. And so yeah. the numbers is like 90% of the brains that they're looking at that have been donated to them from sports figures. You know, and we just had Irv Cross, you know, one of my heroes growing up, one of the first black uh, sports newscasters with, on with Phyllis George and Brent Musburger in CBS Sports. He was that was a huge thing. He was a Philadelphia Eagle. And uh, even though he died of a heart attack, you know, when they did it, he had stage four CTE. Uh, he sat he in my studio for three hours one day and I literally touched the tape. It's crazy. You would say his name. He was a, you know, obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm 54. Right. So like right. I grew up with. So like I, I had Irv cross came, sat in my studio down at the Lord Baltimore hotel when I was on WLG. Uh, this, he was an investor in the CFL. So when the CFL came and the stallions, he was a part of trying to be a part of that league. Mm-hmm. And when we, so he sat in my studio and I found the old tape and I thought if I, if I transcribe, if I get that and put that out as greatest hits, would people want to listen to Irv Cross? And I'm thinking I better get that done. Now that you've mentioned it, He's huge. Said, I didn't realize that he was diagnosed with CT. Yeah, and that four. makes all it's the like sense the, in the like world. The worst, Any of these the guys level. Absolutely. And yeah. so, and, and now, you know, the, the, the counter argument is, you know, that the only people that think they have CTE are sending their brains to the Institute that, but you know, time and time and time and time and time and time again. And then we continue to see things like with Tua, it was just, it was, that was awful. And that was after, after all of the stuff that we, we had talked about uh concussion. That's after the movie, that's after all the, the, the players fund was created to try and, you know what I mean? And they so, send these guys back in the game and it feels like, Four days later, I mean, we all saw it happen in the Bills game. We saw what happened in the Bills game. And then four days later, they turn around and send him back in against the Bengals. And then when I were standing over him and um, yeah, I I think, you know, I'm getting, you know, like I said, we were, you know, my family was love football and we grew up playing football and loving football, but it's really kind of turned the tide. And certainly since I've been executive director for the last 12 years, it's really kind of I really am conflicted about it. I really am conflicted about it because I don't appreciate, uh, uh, you know, us subjecting, you know, these wonderful athletes, you know, to this this punishing, punishing, without any changes. Uh, you know, well, I'm 22 and- years out on writing Purple Rain one, and the Ravens win in the first Super Bowl here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Coach Billick's been my partner for a long time here. And, um, you know, players associated with that era are my age. They mm-hmm. just are. Matt Stover. I mean, um, some are younger than me. Kyle Richardson and Mike Flynn are a little younger than me. A couple of the guys. But in that era, guys that are friends of mine, Dwayne Starks, I saw a couple weeks ago. And, I mean, these are, I mean, we lost Goose, right, you know, recently. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, uh, of that era – there's a player I know of that era who's got problems mm-hmm. and it's so disturbing to me because this is, this is one of my guys, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I remember good times, memories, the barn, things that were said nights that went out, you know, we're it's 30, it, it, well, it's almost 30 years later, 27 years since they came to town. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
it's different when it's humanized in that way. And I've been sitting at Radio Row for 27 years where doctors have come up, Nowinski bringing people by, trying to save lives, drug addicts, all the things that you would see in the NFL, yep. wives, Sylvia Mackey, right? I mean, Sylvia has been on my show many, many times. Mm -hmm. John was on my show when he was of the right mind many, many years ago. Yep. So, and, and I saw him lose his mind. I was at a, a block event where he got behind the drum kit and started banging on drums and he's so big and so strong. And I just, I felt for his wife. I thought, my God, like every day and this is football. And I sit here, I've glorified it for a long, long time. We all do. We love Absolutely. football. Absolutely. We love football. Um, but, but this is, this is real. And you see it come to your, your desk in a, in a non-football parlance for this month. Mm -hmm. What should people know about brain injury? And I know you have the Maryland Brain Injury Trust Fund as well. What should people, what's an activation point for people that don't have a friend who played football or where they are? They're just out there listening and they want to be helpful in some way. Well, so, you know, what's really interesting is, you know, what we have found repeatedly, and you even mentioned it, uh, everybody knows somebody who's had a brain injury uh, or, or somebody who's had a stroke or somebody who's had uh, brain cancer or somebody who's had an operation and what that you know, does to them what and, that does and, to and them. the changes you see, you see that happen, you see what occurs and, and it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Uh, what we find is it's, it's incredibly challenging for the family members. Uh, but for us, brain injury is a community injury because I can no longer be the cantor at my temple. I can no longer do my uh, boy scout trips. I can no longer, you know, uh, coach my daughter's basketball team because I just don't have the capacity. Um, Instant so quality of life change. It, it, it is. It is a it's a trajectory change for the community, and that's why we think it's so important to talk about it. You know, um, you know, estimates are as high as six hundred five thousand families in Maryland living with somebody who has had a brain injury, um, and and we talk about acquired brain injury, and that's sort of the the cumulative. Uh, types um, where we've got, you know, it's the umbrella of brain injury because we have traumatic brain injury, which is your concussions and your mild traumatic brain injuries, which we've talked about in sports. But the acquired brain injury is when you talk about strokes, when you talk about aneurysms, when you talk about those variety of things. So everybody knows somebody uh, and is very likely related to somebody who's had a brain injury uh, in some capacity. So when you're out, when you're looking to outreach, uh, there's a variety of things you can do. You can start at our website, biamd.org. Uh, we've got lots of resources and information for people who have questions. Uh, we started 40 years ago. We were started by families who had kids with brain injuries who really didn't have anywhere to turn in 1983, so they turned to themselves. They created an 800 number. We've been answering that phone number uh, for, for 40 years. It's 800-221-6443. Uh, and we get around 300 phone calls a month uh, talking to people that are just reaching out looking for, looking for help. Uh, one of the other things that you can do right now that we're trying to, to raise awareness around is the brain injury trust fund for individuals that have either exhausted their insurances or, or uh, unable to, to get the things that they need, particularly case management, uh, which is coordinating care to try and, because if your brain's not working and your family's trying to, you know, keep bread on the table uh, and keep the job so they can keep insurance, uh, there's really, it's really hard to keep up with all of the different things that are required. And so case management is a, is a primary tool. And so the, the Brain Injury Trust Fund was created several years ago to try and provide um, resources for individuals that have exhausted their insurance or are incapable of getting those kinds of services. And uh, right now we're aiming for $500,000 to be able to start uh, using that money to, to help individuals. And we've partnered with uh, the Department of Health has partnered with 
the Department of Transportation, and that when you do your vehicle registration, uh, you have an opportunity when you check out uh, to donate. And uh, we've been really, really lucky, and, and we've got thousands of people have donated. When we initially did it, it was a $1 donation, but now we've upped it to any amount that you can. And so now the average donation is about $11. Uh, and so we're we're fast approaching um, halfway point of our 500,000 to be able to start helping people. So if you're renewing your vehicle registration, it's really easy to do. It's one of the boxes you can check, you know, add a couple of bucks and every dollar, every dollar helps. He is Brian Pugh. He is the executive director of the Brain Injury Association of Maryland. You can find them at BIAMD.org. Uh, I'll be throwing a link out on our Twitter uh, as well. Uh, this year, celebrating the 40th anniversary serving Maryland families confronting the challenges of acquired brain injuries. Um, we talk so much about football and uh, and all this. So uh, I, I caught this in the conversation because I listen when, when I have guests on. Tallahassee, uh, what's the best oyster you've ever eaten? I need to know. Best oyster I've ever eaten. Well, I'm going to do an oyster tour this summer. So I'm trying, you know, I've done the crab cake thing a couple of years. I'm going to continue to do the crab cake tour. But in August, it's my 25th anniversary. I know you guys are doing 40 there. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go out and, and like eat some oysters. So, so I just here's the challenge. Okay. The guy and that's I don't... been there, Apalachicola, had to have Apalachicola, oysters. right. Down to Pen right. Yeah, Apalachicola is the best. But you don't eat oysters with a month that doesn't have an R in it. I, that's urban legend i'm telling hey, you hey hey you know but if it, it works anyway that's so we wouldn't we wouldn't if uh, uh, we wouldn't eat oysters in august we'd wait for an r in the month but anyway yeah apalachicola bay is the best oysters you can get actually catfish and shrimp are fantastic in tallahassee that's that's really where you want to go uh and you know go down to um you know go down to um I'm trying to think. Well, we did catfish pad is where we used to go when we were in Tallahassee. Catfish nice. pad. I've been down there twice. Beautiful part of the world. My buddy Peter Bolware, I mentioned the Super yep. Bowl champions. He's got his Toyota dealerships down there killing mm -hmm. it. He's on Facebook all the time. His kids are killing it in sports. So there's a little Florida State thing. We had prime time here for a couple minutes, too. We did. It, 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 briefly. Every, you know, he, he, it seems like he's got a jersey for everybody, <laughs> but uh, making his short tours. But only one college. Well, only, until he started coaching college. Right. Right. Of exactly. But, now now I, Colorado's kind of grabbing, grabbing the glory, but it was already Florida State way back when, when he was, you know, and when he was with the Falcons and the Braves back and forth between, you know, World Series and football games. So yeah. Brian, I, I I had Prime on the show uh over in Parkville at Putty Hill Station. Really? He came out on a Tuesday. Oh yeah, fur code. He came out with Cordell Stewart, <laughs> who I'm still friends with. There the all the audio was up. He did 45 minutes of air with me and answer questions from the crowd. Prime. That you just call me Prime. Call me Prime. Mm -hmm. So uh so I he also did radio roast. So so Prime was on the air with me last month. But I'll just say this about Florida State. I I I went to a football game there. I went down twice. I was there. I went in and out for a senior bowl and went drove over to Pensacola and over to Mobile. I, I went mm -hmm. that way. I was down uh, in Panama City with a girlfriend yep. back in the day and did the spring break thing. I, that, that's when I was a spring break guy. Wow. I went to one game in Tallahassee it's back when Maryland was in the ACC, right? We would okay, go. Yeah, sure. Sacrificial. The right. We needed the, everybody needed a W in the ACC. So they played Maryland, right? So here we come. We're going down to, and, and this was when the Ravens were playing in Jacksonville. 98, 99. I think 99 was the year we went down. It was a back to back. So that like, was a good, that was a good year. 99 good, was a good year. Of Florida state football. Good weekend. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was, Saturday, we're going to go over to Tallahassee. We're going to see Maryland play Florida State, get killed. We knew that. I think the final, they didn't give up 60, but they, they probably gave up 48. It was like 48 to 14 or something like that, right? Right. And there's a Lamont Jordan era, I think, for the Terps. 
I think he broke one, ran away from somebody because he had that kind of talent. Mm-hmm. And then the next day we went over to Jacksonville. So all I remember is showing up there. The Turfs are a 24-point underdog, and they weren't going to cover. And they the horse comes out, and Bobby Bowden's, old Bobby Bowden's there. And man, the the, the horse and the stat and the ah, – and, and I was like, woo, no wonder nobody comes down here and wins, you know? Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was an amazing, you know, and it's part of the spectacle. And again, you know, it, it's part of the spectacle of football. You know, we – uh, just as uh, you had Ray Lewis out there with the big explosions and walking in his dance, uh, you know, the the Chief Osceola and, and Renegade throwing the flaming spear down. It's it's a it's a real it's a real huge thing. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. And, you know, we're still kind of, I think, uh, disgruntled about, uh, you know, Kansas City stealing the, the tomahawk chop. But, you know, that's. That's, that's to be I, I, I don't know whether Ted Turner and Jane, I don't know who I, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. I don't know how that got over there. Correct. We're incorrect wherever it is. So uh, right. Right. Tell Mr. The, Snyder that as well down the road, but uh, Hey, I want to promote what you're doing here. The brain, uh, brain injury awareness month. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, last talking point for you just off of that, how long's brain injury month been going on? And just during the course of the month, just keeping awareness and having it be, uh, maybe think of somebody that's had this happen in their life and, and maybe Absolutely. ways you can be helpful. Absolutely. And so, you know, again, you can reach out to us either at our phone number or, or our website. If there's somebody that's looking, if, if uh, you know, somebody who's, who's, who's going through some challenging times, you know, you know, one of the things that we also want to recognize is, you know, COVID has created new brain injuries as well. So the people are talking about brain fog and the long haulers. And so if you know somebody who's, you know, who's really having a rough time, uh, getting back into things. Somebody's coming off of a, a bad car accident or a motorcycle accident, and they're really struggling. Those are the kind of folks that, you know, that we want to make sure that they know that they're not alone because it's very isolating because, you know, you may lose your job, you may lose your friends, you may lose access to work, uh, and it starts, you know, and you stop doing the social things that you can do. And so reach out to us. We have a variety of different opportunities for caregivers, support groups. We have individuals with brain injury support groups. We've got mentor support groups. Uh, and so there's, there's a lot of opportunity. So you're not alone. And, uh, and we, we, we do have people that can talk to you, uh, in, in whatever capacity, whether it was last week, whether it was 10 years ago, whether it was 25 years ago, uh, as you're wrestling with these issues, we certainly have, um, all kinds of resources available. So that's really our, our main message is you're not alone. And then our big event is our, our conference, the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th in Pikesville, uh, it's one of the largest brain injury conferences. Um, we have over, I think, 40 speakers um, wow. over the course of three days. And uh, we have something for everybody. We try to program individ- uh, individuals that can speak to people with brain injuries. We caregivers, healthcare providers. We offer continuing education units for healthcare providers. And over the course of the three days, we've got some really great speakers. And so I would encourage, take a look at our website. And, and if it's something you're interested in, uh, it's, it's a great opportunity to learn more about brain injury uh, from people all over the country. I can't have any progress without any focus on it, right? So bringing people together and you, you ask, is, are things getting better or treatments getting better? I'm sure they are, you know, but yeah. the best thing is don't have one and support the people that do. So I guess that's right. The, if you, that, if, if your sport has a helmet, please wear it. That's our, that's our creed. You know, it's like, if you're, if your sport has a helmet, wear it because you only get one brain. And it can happen anytime, anywhere, to anyone. Um, you know, it's not socioeconomic status. It's not race, creed, color, sex, national origin, or preference. It's anybody. It can be slipping on ice next weekend. Absolutely. Ooh. And we Absolutely. have plenty of those. Plenty of those. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, great chat. 
had some fun, had some oysters, had a little football on the uh, on the dark side of football, which I think we all uh, have seen. And I want to give a shout out to my wife because you mentioned long long haul and COVID. My yep. wife's had leukemia twice and mm. a battle for life in just an awful way that I don't even want to. We don't think about too much. It's been nine years now, eight years wow, now uh, since second battle. But 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 the chemo brain, you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The thing. Absolutely, that, that's a very real, real thing. Absolutely, very, very real thing. And you combine that with the leukemia and the and the inability. I mean, it's about you know blood problems not being able to get oxygen to the right places. The, the you know and the greediest the greediest oxygen uh, person organ is the brain. And so if uh, if you're not getting in sufficient oxygen, you're having blood issues. There there is trouble in chemo brain and and those kinds of issues are absolutely a, an issue. All right. Well, you can reach out at b i a m d dot org. Uh, he is Brian Pugh. He's the executive director of the Brain Injury Association of Maryland. I say that three times. Brain Injury Association of Maryland. That's where you get the b i a a b i a m. Ha! That's a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, well, we were b i a m, but we had uh, Mississippi and Michigan fight us for it, so we just went ahead and tacked on the d. So there you go. Put the d on there. All right. There you Fair go. enough. D and dot org. You can find them. It is Brain Injury Awareness Month here in March, and I'm delighted to have uh, Brian aboard big appreciation to karen for setting it up as well uh i'm setting up the maryland crab cake tour um they have these these incredible five million dollar scratch offs and these things are 50 bucks and i, I literally was at a drug city the other day with george photos like who would buy the 50 dollar scratch offs? they can't keep them in so these are also going on and also the two dollar old school uh instant lottery scratch offs it is the 50th anniversary we're doing the maryland crab cake tour uh we're gonna have some new dates i had to move the fadeleys event this week also our friends at window nation 866 nation if you want to replace your windows, it's time. I had mine done last August. I tell you what, bills in the winter, heating and all that. Now that it's spring, somebody come and get the spiders and the uh, and the ants out of my windows, and uh, we'll have all that done. But a uh, window nation, you buy two, you get two free, and 24 months, 0% financing, 866-90-NATION, and our friends at Window Nation. I look a little funny in the floppy hats. I'm not going to wear that. It's a serious conversation we're having here. I am Nestor. We are WNST AM 1570, Towson, Baltimore. Yes, we talk more than just Lamar Jackson around here. That makes us cool. We're BaltimorePositive.com. Stay with us.